Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So, this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. 1 Nephi 12 I like how in the first verse Nephi sees an angel who talks to him. It's such an everyday mentioning, like an everyday occurrence. Imagine me seeing an angel like, wow, I saw an angel. But honestly, is it really such a big deal? The fact that we don't talk openly about seeing and communicating with angels because the almost feeling of taboo of it doesn't make it any less these days than in those days. If we think about how thin the veil starts to feel and how much the vibration of the earth has risen, it should be even more accessible to communicate with angels than at that time. So why is it that we don't talk about it, and that it is almost seen as bad to do it? So many people have an opinion on what and how a member should be like. But we are all different, with different strengths and abilities, which is to make us stronger as a group, because we complement each other. From then on, and to verse 5, Nephi sees in a vision wars and rumors of wars, and earthquakes, and a vapor of darkness. And in verse 6 he sees the heavens open and the Lamb of God descending from high and showing himself to the people. After that he gets to witness the choosing of the twelve apostles. And I find it interesting that the angel points out that the chosen twelve and that they are the ones to judge over the twelve tribes of Israel. I don't think he talks about the twelve disciples Jesus chose when he was alive in Israel, but the twelve apostles that he chose while showing himself resurrected to the Nephites, as we can read about in 3 Nephi chapter 12. I love how the words are phrased in verse 10. And behold, they are righteous forever, for because of their faith in the Lamb of God, their garments are made white in His blood. In my head I see their garments in His red blood, coming up whiter than white, and the impossibility of that is what makes it so credible in my head, that He has the power to do the impossible possible. Anyone who has ever gotten a blood stain on clothes knows how hard it is to get rid of it. I use cold water and lots of salt, and yet, almost always, you can still see a small hint of residue of it on the garments. So, for them to be made white in his blood just filled me with the hope that maybe even me, this sinner that is I, can be made white from his blood. In verse 16, he starts to talk about the filthy waters and the rivers and how the depths of it is the depths of hell, and how the mist of darkness is temptation of the devil. I will take some time and just say that when I read these verses, I got this oily black feeling in my gut. I guess it's my body's way of telling me how to see through these deep waters and mists by following my gut feeling. Is it light or is it black, heavy, with an oil tint to it? In verse 18, we talk about the spacious building and it is vain imagination and pride of the children of men. I have seen my fair share of friends and family disappearing into that spacious building. I just don't understand what makes it so desirable. I don't get it. When I read it, it should be so obvious. 
But one thing that I've come to realize is that no one is safe from the devil and his minions. And being humble and grateful and filled with love is a great way to bring your vibration up to make your body and mind less resonating and harder to inhabit for them. After this, Nephi sees the future of his people and wars and how they lost their way. I wonder, how does he see so much? Is it like a dream? Is it hazy? When I see things, it's like it's happening inside my head. But the images seem so clear when he describes it. It makes it easy for me to picture it in my head. I'm just curious if any of you have this gift of vision and if you can describe it in a better way. Because I feel like we should be able to see it. If we just quiet our minds and open up to the frequency of inspiration. Be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.